Welcome to the Closing Time Podcast, powered by Rocky Hill Accountants. I am Joe Aguirre. Some pretty big news, and this person sitting to my left, I'll talk about her in a second, uh, is a big part of the news. Um, I have switched brokerages after eight years, I think it was, seven or eight years uh, with Sanam, who was great. And uh, this is Brittany McCann, who, along with Brittany Goyan, uh, owns BB Realty, um, and uh, we we got a chance to work together for a while, and then you guys you guys left, and then you started your own agency. Let's talk about uh, BB Realty. Yeah, so so happy to have you with us. Um, we met at our previous brokerage, which was a smaller boutique brokerage. We learned a lot, um, just kind of grew fast, and wasn't for us anymore. So we expanded, opened up our own brokerage, and uh, now we're kind of just breaking our glass ceilings. Um, we're people over paychecks, so we are not focused on the numbers. We know our numbers, but that's not what makes us. Well, right. I mean, at the end of the day, right? I mean, we're all we're all getting a paycheck to do it. Right. It's a matter of, are you prioritizing your client's needs over your paycheck exactly uh which is obviously important so what what i mean you and you and Brittany uh going who are awesome by the way uh when you guys decided i mean i think this was the plan for a while you had to start your own brokerage and just kind of do your own thing because you guys are uh excellent great reputation in the industry i've noticed pretty quickly because you guys I'm going to say you haven't been doing it that long. I've been doing it since 2005. Yeah. But so. you guys do very well known. I mean, as soon as people heard I was going to be, they're like, ah, we know the Britneys. That's Everybody awesome. knows the Britneys. Well, we'd love to hear that. Um, but no, to be honest with you, we never expected to open up our own brokerage. We would be super content with the, you know, our first brokerage we were ever at, which was Keller Williams and just paying into the system kind of thing and going about our merry way. But then when we tried to open our own team and expand we just kept getting told no so we were like all right we got to make a switch here and then we went to new england prestige and it was just like being told to kind of gotta do this gotta do that and this and it just didn't work for us we get business a total different way than i guess your average realtor does so mm. that just didn't work for us and we actually struggled trying to fit into that mold Brittany and i just looked at each other and are like we're freaking miserable trying to be your typical agent and we're not happy. So let's just create something that's about the people and community. And that's what we did and naturally attracted really awesome people. Well, so funny you say that because obviously my way of going about real estate and getting real estate clients is very different than most other people's. This being one of the tools that I use. Right. Um, you know, uh, I often tell people, uh, I mean, this podcast, and I know a lot of people listen to it, a lot of other agents and, and a lot of uh, uh, mortgage people, and I do appreciate that. The basis of this podcast really is for my clients and future clients. Right. And, you know, to have people on on here like yourself, uh, Chris Sawyer uh, from Mac Home Mortgage on the last episode, just to talk about some of the stuff, educate people, because for me, I want my clients to be educated. Yeah. I feel like that is like the the Huge. really the most important thing. Yeah. And and it's very looked over. Yeah. There's a people, you know, when there there's a lot of dumb questions. Right. And that's 
the difference between us and other agents. There's so many realtors out there. You could throw a stone and hit another one. So you got to set yourself apart. And by providing value and being consistent, that's where it's at. That's what will get you consistent business. And I, so just before um, I came over, this was just a natural fit. Again, just sort of doing things a little bit differently. Spam risk in the middle of the show. I probably should have put that on silence. That's what I get. <laughs> that spam risk calls me every day. I must want something important. Yeah, right. Um, I had heard that you guys hired another radio personality who was an even bigger name than me. And then I found out it was Walmart Jeff. And I was like, oh, no, he's not he's not bigger than me. So that worked out really well. Uh, and he certainly helped out in the recruitment because he I had told him a million years. Ago, I'm like, get your real estate license, because I can't imagine that radio thing's going to pan out for you, Jeff. Yeah. I've been well, telling him that for years. We are so happy to have him. He just lightens, lightens real estate. You know, we're always so serious. And that's another thing that we try to be is just real and authentic and ourselves you know we can't be who we're not and the second we realize like people like who we actually are and not who we're trying to be that's when we attracted people like you and walmart jeff and some other agents that we have some top agents i, I so this podcast i would say is a lot like how i do my real estate right uh, a lot of joking around mm -hmm. good times are had you've got to have fun but when it gets time to be serious, yep. drop some knowledge, give you some information. I'm all over that. Absolutely. That and I love negotiating prices. That is my favorite thing. I got like a formula in my head and it, and it hits a lot. It's, it's actually really impressive. I'm bragging now. Nobody wants to hear that, uh, but it does, it does really work. Now uh, there was some big news this week in real estate and people should know about this, especially if you're thinking about buying a house or selling a house. Uh, the State House of Representatives removed Section 4 from House Bill 6441. Uh, that section would have allowed municipalities uh, to impose new taxes on residential and commercial property transactions. Um, hopefully, all of the realtors out there, when you got your your uh, thing from the Connecticut Association of Realtors that you clicked on it, let your, your elected officials know you ain't standing for it. I did. And I didn't even realize, um, I'm going to shout her out, but uh, Amy Morinbello, uh, who's our state rep in Weathersfield, I wasn't expecting it, but I got like a reply back from it. Wow. Yeah. That yeah. And it was, off. no, it, it be, I, because when I sent it, I wasn't like thinking this is going to go to Amy. I thought right. I was just sending it. And then when she responded, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, but that is big news because let's let's talk about this market right now because I, I think you know, if you if you uh, were watching the news two months ago, you might think it's a certain way. Yeah. But this is the this market. It, it's always it's always going crazy. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest sellers markets in history. Uh, we just went through here in Connecticut. So right? awesome. crazy, crazy, crazy. Mm -hmm. um, the U.S. Postal Service. I know everybody was like, everybody in New York is just buying up Connecticut. Do you know there were ten thousand? According to the U.S. Postal Service, 10,000 relocations to Connecticut from New York. You you saw some of that action? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Boston, too. Really? Yeah. Yeah, see? Too. Nobody talked about the Boston. Uh, no. You didn't hear much about that. No, you didn't. But they're coming. Yeah. That's Makes sure. sense. A lot of people are going, too. We're seeing a lot of people leave and relocate to Florida. <laughs> I guess the weather's nice. Yeah. 
they don't have state income tax too, right? I think that every state has some kind of tax, but I don't think Texas does. I think Texas and Florida don't have state income taxes. Really? Like yeah. zero, zero? Like zero. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No hidden fee? No. Okay. That's why the people, there's no education. Mm -hmm. Get you what you pay for. <laughs> that's the real, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. You get what you pay for. Now, uh, more than half of homes are selling higher than asking price. I'm sure everybody's heard that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually going to tell you about one in a second uh, that'll blow your mind. Um, this is interesting, though. 19% of homes, ha they have to adjust the price because appraisals. Mm -hmm. House yeah. has to appraise if you're going to get a mortgage. Right. And I know you, I'm sure you've dealt a lot with this. Yes. Can you kind of just explain it a little bit so people understand? Yeah. The biggest thing is just setting the expectation of your client, making sure that they know the absolute like the worst thing that could happen. So they're ready for that and they're expecting it, but they're hoping for the best. Um, personally, we've seen, we've worked properties that have gone $80,000 over asking, but I've seen on Facebook and other realtors go $100,000 over asking, still not get it. So it's crazy. We tell our sellers don't get greedy. Um, you know, it's, it's tough out there, but you just can't get greedy and you have to set those expectations. Otherwise, you're going to have a really unhappy seller. When you run into that instance where the house doesn't appraise, mm -hmm. are you you're writing something into the contract beforehand, right? Uh, it all depends on the situation, and if we're representing the buyer or the seller. Right. Yes. Obviously. Right. right. So, all right. In the case of a buyer, right? Um, so we would. What say is that called? There, there's escalation an escalation clause. clause. Yeah, yeah so thank you. We It all depends on the buyer and their situation. But if we do an escalation clause, we will go up to like typically say $2,000 with proof of bona fide offer from the other agent. So we're not going to just give you a $2,000 over with your word. We want to see another contract that is very similar to ours and we'll beat it by $2,000. It's very simple. Cut and dry. That is really simple. Yeah. Don't overthink it. There doesn't need to be a food truck involved. They're paying for kids' college. Ask the sellers what's important to them. Is it closing day? Is it not getting nitpicked with inspections? Ask the agent how they want to receive the offer in one PDF or separate PDFs. Sometimes if you just go that extra mile and ask the agent how they want it, that's just what you need in order to get, get your offer accepted. How do you feel about the no-home inspection situation when that comes up and i and we're seeing that plenty and obviously in a market like this right a home inspection is one of those things that generally leads to negotiation right. lowering the price and that's in this in this particular market seller's market hot market things multiple offers um are you finding people are just saying forget it because i don't think that's a good idea I, you still should get a home inspection even if it's just so you have a laundry list of stuff you're gonna have to take care of i always forever. always recommend a home inspection even if the deal is as is even on a new construction because you just never know um, and you want to know what you're buying before you buy and that's why you have that inspection negotiation period to protect you in case you find something out that's just a deal breaker always have a home inspection, even for investors. I tell them you kind of want to know. I sold a home a couple of years ago <laughs> and it was owned by an electrician. Okay. 
sometimes those are the worst had his very own truck in the in the in the uh, in the driveway and it said over 30 years experience and so i bring my home inspector and, and i love this guy he's one of the best he's going through the electrical panel he looked at me and he went this is all wired wrong this isn't ground this is backwards like bad job and i said to him oh i'm like you know the guy that owns the house has been an electrician for over 30 years and bob turned to me and he went not a good one wow i think sometimes people mistake uh yeah mistake experience mm-hmm. for someone that's good at something oh yeah and those don't necessarily correlate no right no not at all yeah i've met many experienced agents who don't know what they're doing yeah you know and it's it's okay because i get it we can leverage a lot out in this business you know transaction coordinating so much that you kind of forget what to do um but i just don't ever want to get there (laughs) now i did say before we sort of move on to our next topic i did say you know there are agents that that i know listen to this podcast and do appreciate that very much if you were to make a pitch to agents that are listening like you did to me and it was very effective what would you say to another agent uh, in order to bring them over to uh, – I know this wasn't in the script, McCann. Yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> I, I can be put on the spot, um, especially with something like this. But we're just totally different. You know, we're not your average agent. We kind of broke that mold of you have to act this way and you have to wear this outfit and make sure you're in high heels with your hair done all the time. No, not necessarily. You just got to show up and uh, – be reliable for your clients and consistently put in the work. If you work hard, you'll get what you need to get. Uh, just may take you a little bit of time. But BB Realty, we opened our doors because we wanted to help newer agents. So like your brand spanking new agent who just got their license and is ready to go, has the motivation and a family to feed. We want to be able to give them the tools and let them learn from our past experiences so that they can thrive. We want them to brand themselves. We don't want them um, to just be under the BB Realty label. We want them to thrive and be their own independent agent. It's not, you know, it's not, it's not different. You know, it's not difficult either, but um, you just have to really want to do it for the people and truly be people over paychecks. Second, you get rid of that commission breath. Everything else falls into place. You know, for me, um, Real estate has been something I've done additionally to being a broadcaster and yeah. stuff. And I love it. Like I enjoy it because I enjoy the people because yeah. the people who I'm serving are people who watch my videos and my podcasts and are like, yeah, I want you to do it. Yeah. Just, I just today got a phone call from um, a buddy of my Wiffle Ball League. Uh, his brother's buying a house. He wants to know if you'll be his realtor. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, yes I will. The beauty about real estate too is you don't have to work with everybody and anybody. You can choose to work with the people that you enjoy to work with so that you enjoy your job and you don't dread coming to work every day. That's something else that I've really grown to love in this business. Yes. Um, radio people you want to work with, go work with the radio people. Funny you mentioned that because I met Kevin, one of our employees, just yesterday at our our meeting and um he got that hat made himself didn't he the bb realty hat this is a pretty cool hat 
Not our employee. One of our other agents. What I just say. Employee. You know what I mean. Yeah. Just gotta make. Gotta sure. be careful gotta about be that. Careful. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, he couldn't have been dressed any more casually. Walmart Jeff the week before. Exactly. Very cash. We're pretty cash here. I can't do casual. I don't know. I am. Uh, can't do it. Kind of a happy medium. I feel like you know. I show up. Um, you always look office. professional. Like if I'm to get a call to go to a listing appointment, I you can, can go. go. Yeah, I don't have to go home and change. I'm ready to go. And if I don't, then I go home and I don't. I don't have to do that. But I'm always prepared. I assume Walmart Jeff has Walmart Jeff has a bag of clothes in his car. He's just a whole vibe, and I think yeah. he can rock whatever the heck he wants. Walmart Jeff wears hats on listing appointments, like camo hats, and he. Kills it. He does look, I'll tell you what, I've known that dude for almost 20 years and really camo. Camo's his color. Yeah. So weird. I know. It's, it's a weird thing, but he does. He definitely pulls it off. Uh, no, we were talking about, uh, you said you saw houses going 80,000 over asking. Yeah. We, you know, worked a few of those. And, and this is, you know, again, Connecticut, it's a very desirable place. People from obviously Boston, which I wasn't even, I wouldn't even realize. And that was such a big thing because you don't hear much about it. Obviously we hear a lot about the New York and I'm sure all points in between. Um, this is a desirable place in Washington, DC. This is unbelievable. Uh, Chevy chase, Maryland, which is one of the suburbs of DC, a house there, a five bedroom, five bath house, 5,000 square feet. Went for one million dollars over asking. I want to be that agent. Yeah, a million. The house was listed at three point four nine five million, and the sellers accepted the contract of four point five four million dollars. Sale closed on May third. That is a commission, by the way, of two hundred and twenty-seven thousand dollars. That's life changing, guys. All it takes is one deal. I tell you know. Wow. One deal. Wow. Just one deal. That That's insane. 227000 That was the take home. And I went, I I even went lower rate, right? Because at that price, you're probably like negotiating. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. 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 I, I even factored that in. That's in three in. days. It went on the market on April 16th and sold April 19th. You know, I so it's funny. Another sort of a side note on this topic, I because I I see a lot of the Facebook groups. Oh yeah. You know where the agents are like, ah, oh, yeah. everything sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah. And and one of the things that I think always gets me is um the argument over, you know, uh, uh, if a house is a million dollars, if it's two million, like you're doing the same work, why should you get so much more money? Um. But, you know, listen, there's no set standard listing uh, uh, percentage. There's no. not, right? So then go work all million-dollar houses then. Work all the million-dollar yeah. houses. It's not that easy. Yeah. It, <laughs> well, probably, it, it probably isn't. It's not. No. Well, there, nothing about this is easy. If it was, no, I think that's the other thing about this business, right? There are like seven or eight gurus in this business who are always trying to teach you their system and their method. Right. And it works for like two people in your office and nobody else. Cause it couldn't possibly work for everybody. Right. Nothing works for everybody. It's really, you got to find your thing. You got to figure out what works for you and you got to do it. Totally. And it probably helps to not be a jerk. Mm -hmm. I would say that's important. Oh yeah. And answer your phone. 
answer your phone. I think that's easy to do. Oh, absolutely. I've always been the kind of person where, and I, I mean, I hate that when somebody calls you, you don't call them back. A again, sometimes you're going to call them back and be like, hey, I'm really sorry. I know you needed this information. I don't have it. Um, yeah. Or, hey, I can't do that today. How about tomorrow? Absolutely. You just got to pick up the phone because, you know, I've had, I had a client um, several years ago, young lady who, it was, you know, it was one of those where she needed to move out of the rental and into the house and it was getting down to the wire. Oh boy! And I was like, I'll call you as soon as I hear something. You'd be the first person I call every 30 minutes. She would call me. Wow. Did you hear anything yet? Nope. What did I, what did I say? Mm. As soon as they call and give me some info. Yeah. First person will call you. All right. Call me as soon as you hear something. Uh, yes, that's the plan. That's yeah. what I said I was going to do. Well, at least you're not scared to answer the phone because that's a big thing. You know, I, a lot of new agents, they come into the business and their phone rings and they're like, oh my gosh, what do I say? It's like, just answer the phone and get the lead and figure out what you need to say later. It will just come to you. And if you don't know, it's okay to ask or say, I don't know. Let me figure that out for you. Yes. People respect that rather than just say yes to everything and yeah. kind of be a know-it-all. I, I, I've always, um, uh, I have a daughter who's eight, who's on the autism spectrum. Mm -hmm. And I think the best word they taught her was, I don't know. Because mm -hmm. when she gets a question and she doesn't know the answer, she would kind of like yeah. melt down, kind of like, yeah, and yeah, they no. taught her, I don't know. What a difference maker it is. Wow. And sometimes I don't know. Is the right answer. Right. It Absolutely. is the right answer. Um, before we wrap up, and and Britton McCann, thank you mm -hmm. so oh, much absolutely. for uh for doing this with me today. I really do appreciate it. And I hope you'll I hope you'll do this more because totally. it's fun. This um, is my first podcast ever. So that's shocking yeah. because not only um not only have you been on point, you sounded a little nervous for about the first eight seconds. Yeah. You were, um, you literally pointed out where we should do this for best lighting. So, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. You feel, I feel like you kind of get it though. Facebook lives and we used to do Real Talk Tuesday, but never, never this. My, my goal is for um, Real Talk Tuesday to come back. Yeah. And it's so funny. You mentioned that my, like, I'm nervous in the beginning. I totally am. Every video, every, anything like this, I will be. Um, and Brittany and I joke because when I first got into the business and I would sit down for like a listing presentation or a buyer consultation, oh, I would just like freak myself out. And you could literally hear in my voice, like me trembling. So Brittany would just take over and she'd be like, and this is this, and this is this. And I would just like catch myself and get my breath back and I'd be fine. But it's just, it's so funny where we've come, you know? You know what that means? It means you're not a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. So silver lining yeah, we've come a long long way um uh, yeah we had a meeting here yesterday and i i love this office and i really i'm enjoying all the people here um and and the pets <laughs> and the pets this is a dog friendly office yes and i'm a dog friendly person but for some weirdo reason I don't know if I told you this whole story, but I, I was a paper boy. I was 12 years old. And I surprised a girl out walking her dog and the dog bit me on the hand. Oh. 
in defense of his owner, I totally got it. Right. Everything was cool. The girl sent me love notes for like two weeks. It was adorable. Mm-hmm. For some reason, my entire life since then. So like what? That was like 1988. Long time. Wow. Everywhere I go, dogs do and 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 act weirdly towards me. And inevitably, its owner will utter the phrase, oh, my God, he's never done that before. I kid you not, if I had a dollar for every time somebody said that to me, I could have paid for that over asking price oh on that house. Um, and so um, uh, our, our friend Jess Rydell, yeah. another agent here in the office, uh, spectacular new agent, by the way, and one of the most confident people I've ever met in my life. She knows what she wants. She totally does. She brought her dog. The dog's name is Nash. Nash for short or Nashville if he's in trouble. Oh, got it. Nashville. Shorten a Nash. Yep. Well, that dog came right up to me. And I kid you not. I sat down at my chair and I put my hand out and he smelled my hand. And then he immediately stuck his head between my legs and licked like three or four times, <laughs> like to the point where my pants were wet, you know, like not like a stain, but just like, oh, all right, <laughs> this is a little bit weird. And then he walked around, he actually walked around you guys where he bowed to everybody <laughs> and then jumped up on me and then just slowly started gnawing on my hand, you know, cute like. And Jess, and I told Jess this story about dogs being weird. Right? Was she about to say, I've never seen him do that before? Yeah, she and was. she caught herself. That's that confidence that I love. Yeah. Yeah. Dogs you are. It. You handled it like a champ, I got to say. I, it's funny because now my, my kids want a dog. They've wanted a dog for a couple of years. And yeah. I'm like, guys, I don't think you understand. I like dogs. It's something with them. That's so funny. What do you think it is? I really, I love you, Joe. I think it's you. I don't think it's the dog. It's me. It's you. It's I hope, me. I hope Nash can change your your perspective of dogs. Because, uh, <laughs> it's definitely you. <laughs> it's probably me. It's my favorite story ever. Uh, I went to a party and the guy had a pit bull and you had oh. to like oh. put the hand out and the dog sniffed you. Get, your, get the okay. Yeah. And he checked me out. You're good. And I started walking towards the house. And as I went through the screen door, I turned around and this pit bull was running top speed right at me. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, what do I do? And before that screen door could close, he got in, he ran across. And there's like 10 people in the room and he jumped up and I sort of caught him with my uh, he's a pit bull. Yeah. But we our heads collided. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And the guy, why you're so scared of them. The guy said, Oh, never seen him do that before. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It must be me, though. It's okay. We're going to get you used to dogs and uh, you'll be, you'll be loving up on them in no time. I like that. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Closing Time Podcast, powered by Rocky Hill Accountants. If you haven't filed your taxes, you missed a deadline by like two weeks. You're going to want to you're going to want to get on that quick. Um, Or if you're looking for bookkeeping, business consulting, uh, Glenn Parchman and his wife, Heidi, amazing accountants, amazing people. I wouldn't be here right now 
uh, doing this. If, if it wasn't for that, make sure you check them out at RockyHillAccountants.com. You can also check out CloverCrestMedia.com backslash Closing Time Podcast for all of our previous episodes and all sorts of other real estate-related tidbits. And while you're at Clovercrest Media, there are now over 40 different podcasts. Wow. An empire I'm building. Uh, Clovercrestmedia.com is the website. For my friend and broker, Brittany McCann, I am Joe McGuire. Thank you so much for checking out this week's episode of the Closing Time Podcast, powered by Rocky Hill Accountants. (laughs) 